and welcome to The Neighbor Next Door, a podcast about the power and importance of neighboring. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, and as usual, I am joined on the front porch by my colleague in neighboring, Adam Barlow-Thompson. Hello, good neighbors. Um, Matt, do you have a nice warm cup of coffee in hand for this episode? I wish I did. I mean, what's in your mug? (laughs) I mean, tea. Oh, dang it. Well, you should have got coffee. Sorry, I didn't say, I wasn't, I didn't know where you were going with that. So, (laughs) this is a coffee themed episode. Yes. Because we have a special guest on with us and want to welcome to the front porch Lydia Rodriguez. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. So, um, Lydia is one of our vistas. Actually, you. Frequent podcast listeners will know Vistafer, and Lydia is here as a Vista as well. Been on since when did you start? Back in June of 2019. Mm. I remember it like it was yesterday. Yes, yeah. Um, And she's been helping us out with a lot of, she's been hosting middle schoolers doing painting projects and other other work with some volunteers so much gardening doing a lot of gardening and some administrative work and but today we're bringing on Lydia to talk about her dream of starting a coffee shop in our neighborhood yeah so the way I would lead into this is that it's actually how I first met Lydia. Um, so if you've listened to the previous episodes, you know that we focus on doing asset-based community development. And part of that is meeting neighbors and asking them, like, what are your dreams? What, what do you love to do? And the first time I met Lydia, I was out with a college student. We were door knocking. And Kristen and I knocked on Lydia's door and we said, hey, we're out meeting neighbors just to find out what skills you have, what interests you have. And Lydia, what was your answer? I basically said I, um, well, I I worked for a call center at the time, so I was kind of all over the place with my scheduling and stuff. But my ultimate goal was to be able to open up my own coffee shop long term. I didn't know what it looked like at the time, but I just knew that that's something that I wanted to do. So, how long have you been like dreaming of a coffee shop? Gosh, as long as I can remember, I was probably a preteen. Really? When I, when I started thinking about it, yeah, because I've I've been drinking coffee since I was ten, probably. Wow, I wonder what you're in. I was like what? three, four years old. <laughs> three years old. I've been I mean, drinking even, it since a toddler. Even ten though. Ten is young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I tried it and I just really, really liked it. You I, liked it from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember in college was the first time I started drinking coffee and I had to like put in so much cream and like I'd put a whole thing of um like the powdered hot chocolate stuff. Mm-hmm. That was the only <laughs> way I could drink yeah. it. Well, and that's how I tell people to work their way into coffee too, is you have to start with the sweet stuff and then like ease your way into it most of the time. Yeah. But I... I was very depressed preteen, and <laughs> so f- therefore the black coffee fed my soul. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd order it black like your soul? Is mm-hmm. that what you would do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was picturing 10-year-old Lydia being like, I'd like my coffee black, please. Black like my soul. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> so then, so you dream, you have dreams of starting this coffee shop, Matt comes to your door, and then from that moment on, 
what was your impression of that? Were you like, that was weird, move on? Yeah, well, so I was working overnight shifts at the time, and so they knocked on my door in the afternoon after I had gotten off of work, and so mm. I was really tired, so I was like, that was really weird, and I went back to bed, and <laughs> didn't think about any of it for a while, um, and then a year later, I was in a different house uh, that my dad and I bought with the intention of starting a coffee shop right. in the future, and... Out of nowhere, we decided to have a barbecue for our block, and Matt and Catherine came, and mm -hmm. we got kind of re in, in touch with them and told them what our idea was, and that's that. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. So there's a lot. There's so much in this story. This is awesome. Yeah. So because I think one thing I want for the listeners to hear is how... Or maybe why did you decide a coffee shop in our neighborhood? Like why, in, in the age of Starbucks, right, where it seems like there's coffee shops on every corner, mm -hmm. like why, why did you decide, like, yes, this is the right neighborhood to open a coffee shop? So I started living in the neighborhood four years ago, and all of my work that I was doing was South Broadway, like as far south as you can go pretty much. And I remember commuting to work every day thinking, wow, this is ridiculous. There's no mm -hmm. good coffee along the way to work except for Starbucks, which people who know me know that I am not the most like positive person when it comes to Starbucks. <laughs> I will drink there if necessary but yeah it is not my go-to and even the starbucks is not in our neighborhood like yeah it's 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 ways down several there. miles down the yeah. road mm -hmm. so i knew that we needed something mm -hmm. and i thought that it would really be cool and i never thought that it would be a possibility that i could actually do it um mm -hmm. and three years ago i was coming home and saw this house for sale and i said man, that would be a cool place to have a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so describe your house that you own now. Yeah. So it is this old Victorian, um, over 100 years old, and it's got this huge wraparound porch. It goes almost entirely around the whole house, and what it doesn't cover, there are smaller porches to cover the difference. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but it's it's beautiful inside. It's got, you know, original hardwood floors. Um, mm -hmm. All of the, the chandeliers in the rooms are originals. Um, the previous owners did a really, really good job of just upkeeping the look. And so it's it's awesome. It's like a dream. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But. Right. And it's right on South Broadway, which mm -hmm. is a main kind of thoroughfare for the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. and so it's in a commercial setting really more mm -hmm. than a residential area yeah so so on a whim i decided to reach out to the um the realtor who was selling it just to see if i could get a tour inside and got a tour inside the next day and really really loved it and so i sent my dad a message and i said you should look at this house and tell me what you think he was planning to move on his own and mm -hmm. was really excited about it. So I didn't know if he would actually go for it. Mm. But we met and we both just agreed that it felt right. And so we started pursuing purchasing it. And through a whirlwind of like three months of dealing with all the woes of home buying, we were, <laughs> we were able to, to get it. And yes. uh, it's been right. been really cool ever since. So Yeah. Cool. And like this is just a cool side story that 
is kind of interesting. So at the same time, our nonprofit had a donor who was like interested in helping us purchase a property. And so we were looking at the house that Lydia now lives in and we're, there was like this rumor of somebody else is really interested and they may be buying it. And we're like, well, I don't know. I guess we'll, I guess we'll hold back then. Cause we don't really know if we really want that. And so like we were tied together even then. Okay, so then we cool. we fast forward a little bit in time and we had a coffee shop in town that was owned by a church, which meant that we had connections to it because through our church connections and they were closing. And so they called us and we're like, hey, would you have any interest in coffee shop equipment? And we were like, I don't know. Not really. No, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> It really took us that long too to yeah, to, we to answer. We're yeah. like, I, I no, I don't, I don't. But we had interest in someone in our neighborhood using coffee shop equipment. That's right, that's <laughs> right. So we looked at our asset map, really, right. and just for a quick recap, an asset map for us is a dry erase board <laughs> that is covered <laughs> with names of neighbors and businesses and organizations and like. What they're interested in and what they care about. Right. And guess whose name was on there? Dun, yeah. dun, dun, it's Lydia. Lydia. <laughs> and it had a little, it was Lydia dash coffee shop question mark. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Pretty that was accurate. all it took. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can, we made a connection. We, we, we said, well, we don't want these things, but we know someone who might be interested. And they agreed to let us transport or haul away. All the all the equipment that they weren't using at the moment, which was, was like a bunch of stuff, a lot stuff. of stuff, right. yeah. probably more than half of the stuff that I would have needed to open a coffee shop. So right. Right. crazy, pretty huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, you haven't opened a coffee shop yet. Correct. Give us an idea of the next three months. This is my timeline <laughs> <laughs> of how you're going to open a coffee shop in the next three months. Well. Adam. (laughs) (laughs) I was presented with the idea from he who we we will not name (laughs) um, to possibly open a coffee shop project uh, within the neighboring movement office. And so... Fingers crossed, we're going to present to the the founders of <laughs> neighboring movement. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, I know, right? I don't know what's going to happen there. Founders, they're crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they'll be really tough on you. Yeah, I thought so. I was a little afraid. Uh-huh. They're all pretty scary. Um, but to present to open our own small project to see right. how it goes. Yeah. So part of one of the ways that we interact in the neighborhood is we try to do little mini experiments. Mm-hmm. So Lydia's house is not quite ready to open a coffee shop because of, you know, there's a lot of requirements and coding and stuff that goes with that. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to figure out what is the mini experiment that would move us from where we're at now to the next step. Mm-hmm. And so our office is underutilized we have more space than we probably need and so we said man i'd go for some coffee in here so right which i mean who hasn't 
thought that anyway. It's like, true. And we have talked about it for a while. Yeah. 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 We <laughs> have. Basically, like, every time you come in yeah. for work, yeah. we're like, God, I wish there was a coffee shop in here, Lydia. Yes. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, I think the other thing that, to me, is compelling about the coffee shop, not only the fact that it's coffee, which mm-hmm. I'm all in on, but also you have a vision of, like, what purpose it might serve. So, take some time and share with folks, like, what what you see mm-hmm. the mission of the coffee shop being. The biggest thing that has stuck in my mind since we bought the house is coffee shops are a place where anybody can go and just sit and can either communicate with other people in relationship or can just sit and be by themselves. And South Wichita has nothing like that Mm -hmm. right now. It's it's like a wasteland for stuff like that. And so as we were talking about the possibilities, um, we just really felt like this was maybe something that we could do to bring that down here. And the thing that really spurred it on for me was every, every, every time that I tell somebody where I live, where my house is that I bought, the automatic reaction is, oh, why do you live there? Oh my gosh, yes. Why would you buy a house there? <laughs> and so my my dream is that we can change the way that people perceive this area mm. through a coffee shop mm-hmm. or, you know, through a cool restaurant or, you know, just mm-hmm. changing the dynamic of what's happening down here yeah. to something more positive. Yeah. And I really, really like coffee. I like what it does for people um i like the taste i like the smell i like the touch Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) all the things yeah it's just it's just something Mm -hmm. that i think is really really happy so there's so many things there that i want to echo because i think a person listening to this podcast might be like, okay, it's a podcast about neighboring and you're talking about a person opening a coffee shop. So like, what's the connection? What's mm-hmm. the, but I think you're naming it right there. And uh, there's several things that I think are really significant with our work. I mean, one is that neighbors are folks who look at their community and say, I can contribute something here to make my community better, mm-hmm. right? Like I have gifts and passions and when I share those gifts and passions, it's good for my neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you're not making a drink that you hate. You're making coffee, which you love, mm-hmm. but also you're contributing to a different story about our neighborhood. So that's really powerful. And then the other piece that I think is just really important is the importance of people having spaces to gather. Mm-hmm. Right. It's an easily overlooked thing. And as we've talked in past episodes about social fabric and social capital, there have to be places where people bump into and interact with each other Mm -hmm. in order to foster social fabric and social capital, which is just the strength of relationships, right? Right. At the coffee shop, I bump into my neighbors, Mm -hmm. we chat, we move on, but I know now how my neighbors are doing because I saw them at the coffee shop, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's my dream. It's not happening right now. (laughs) But I mean, then in a year, you 
have people doing that. So then the next iteration of this coffee shop, the coffee shop, part of the reason it's going to exist at the timeline it is, is because we made connections as neighbors. Yes. And we had access to more resources as a community than we did or than Lydia did by herself. Yeah. Right. Because I know nothing and knew no one. (laughs) (laughs) And we knew nothing, but we knew people. Right. right. (laughs) And we drink coffee. And we drink coffee. (laughs) Yeah. And part of what we're going to do with this is we'll have Lydia back on at different kind of times that, you know, the coffee shop makes some progress. We'll bring her back on and share how that's going. And so keep the podcast in your feed to see how the coffee shop comes about. And tell everybody the name. of The name of the coffee shop is Dapper Cat Coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, it was inspired by my big fat cat named Romeo. He is very <laughs> dapper. And yes, we just thought it would be really cool. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we're going to do kind of a, our take on steampunk theme. So that's a Victorian industrial kind of combination nice so we're in the process of that we do have a facebook page dapper cat coffee you can go like now there's nothing on there yet but time will tell yes Well, thank you, friends, for listening to this episode of The Neighbor Next Door. Uh, As always, we're grateful for you tuning in and staying in touch with what we're up to. This podcast is a production of The Neighboring Movement. To learn more about our work, you can visit us on the web. (laughs) The web. (laughs) It's very webby. It's (laughs) on the web. It's so webby. Don't you get out there sometimes and you're like, this is just, where is this leading me? It's a web of knowledge. In 1990, I got on the web. (laughs) What do you get on now? I just get on the internet. Like like normal people. I I like to call it the interweb. Yes. Yes. It's very classy. Thank thank you, Lydia, (laughs) for bridging the gap. Where would they go if they wanted to find us on the web, Matt? www.neighboringmovement.org. Special thanks to Christopher Swanson, who's been doing very hard work because we keep getting this weird Christian radio station every time we try to record. And he's been doing a lot of work trying to figure that out. Hopefully it's uh, not playing in your feed right now. Um, And special thanks to Lydia for coming and being on. Thanks, Lydia. Thanks for having me. Cool. All right. Until next time, happy neighboring. Happy neighboring. Happy neighboring.